and welcome to the University of Minnesota Swine Extension podcast series. Today's podcast is another research update. My name is Sarah Sheik Belke, and I'm a swine extension educator with the University of Minnesota. Joining me today is Maria Liu, who is a graduate student in our Department of Animal Science. So welcome, Maria. Morning, Sarah. Thank you for having me. So to get us started today, would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself, including who you're working with here at the university? Mm -hmm. So I am currently a second year master's student working with Dr. Yuji Lee, and Dr. Lee is located over at the University of Minnesota West Central Research and Outreach Center in Morris, Minnesota. A little bit about me, I'm originally from Miami, Florida. I did my undergrad at the University of Florida, and I graduated with a bachelor's in animal science. I find it interesting that um, you did your undergraduate um, in the University of Florida, as well as that's where you're from. I know that Florida isn't one of those states that's really known for a lot of pigs. So can you tell us what got you interested in pigs and then ultimately what brought you to the University of Minnesota for graduate school? Yep, so that's definitely a question I get asked a lot because I'm from Miami and I did not grow up on a farm. Uh, so my interest in pigs really started when I did a UF exchange program and I lived in France for two months. And the first month I took credits at the university and the second month I was paired with a host family. And this host family owns a 5,000 head farrow to finish swine farm. So that was really my first experience with pigs and I absolutely loved it. And then from there, when I got back to the U.S. for my senior year, I wanted to learn a little bit more about swine production. So I took a course called Swine Production. And then also because I had a little experience working on a swine farm, um, I was hired to work at the University of Florida Swine Unit. And uh, the reason why I wanted to come to the University of Minnesota was to work with Dr. Lee. I had read a lot of her research, and I know she's done extensive research in swine behavior and welfare, and also knowing that the University of Minnesota provides a lot of resources for their graduate students, in particular with uh, animal science graduate students. It's great to know that we have our own pig herd at the WCROC where we can do our research there. So, Yeah, very interesting to hear about your background mm -hmm. um, and what got you interested in um, pigs. So great, thank you for sharing that. It's also really important, um, like you mentioned, that our University of Minnesota, that we do have our own swine herd here. Yep. Um, I also find that interesting as I talk to some of my other colleagues and they don't necessarily have those resources like we do. So mm -hmm. like you mentioned in Morris, we've got part of our swine herd and then in Wasika, we've also got another portion of our swine herd as well. So which allows not only graduate students like yourself, but also faculty to be able to do research that way. So what research topic will you be sharing with us today? 
So as a graduate student with a research emphasis in swine behavior and welfare, I'm really interested in how to better assess pain in piglets and other neonate livestock species using behavioral indicators. So not only is my main project focused on uh, piglets, but I also did a sub-project, a collaboration with uh, goat kids. Uh, but my main thesis project focuses specifically on refining uh, the piglet grimace scale. And the grimace scale is a method of pain assessment that identifies and assesses changes in how an animal's facial movements shift in response to pain. So within my project, there are a few objectives, but the one I'll be sharing with you today is on struggle behavior and vocalizations of piglets during castration. Very interesting. Well, before um, we get too far and I ask you how you do this research, can you tell us how was your research funded? My project was funded through the Minnesota Agricultural Experiment Station. Thank you for that. As a lot of people don't realize necessarily that any research that is done at universities does need to be funded by sources. And mm -hmm. so I think it's always great to um, be able to acknowledge those funding sources for the research that we do. So now, can you give a brief introduction to your research study, like explaining why it was a valuable project to do? Yep, so here in the US, uh, we raise over 100 million pigs each year for human consumption, and about half of those pigs are male. And because these pigs are being raised for pork, uh, piglets are routinely castrated on the farm. And it's common for farmers to not provide them with a pain relieving agent before during or after the procedure prior to weaning. And extensive research has shown that castration is painful and therefore is a major welfare concern. Um, so generally the goal of my research is to better understand exactly how piglets express pain, which will help researchers better develop effective pain relieving methods, but also to help uh, pig farmers better identify and uh, prevent their animals on the farm from experiencing pain. Very interesting. And I'm sure it wasn't necessarily the easiest um, to do. So can you tell us how did you go about completing this study? So this, so my project took place at the West Central Research and Outreach Center last summer in May. And to do this, we used a total of 88 male piglets for this study. And it's already normal protocol for all male piglets to be surgically castrated. So we divided uh, these piglets into two treatment groups. Uh, first half was surgically castrated as normal, and then the other half were sham castrated. And sham castrated basically means that the piglets were handled in the exact same way as those that were surgically castrated, um, but were not actually castrated. And we did this to control for any handling stress. And then after the experiment, the piglets were processed as normal. So as I said, my project has uh, four objectives, and one of these was to examine certain behaviors by piglets during castration, so as to better understand the behavioral expression of pain. And to do this, we studied piglet behavior uh, through video and audio recording struggle behaviors and vocalizations. So for struggle behaviors, we focused on three specific behavioral responses, leg kicks, 
curl-ups and body flailing. And a curl-up is basically a sit-up, but in this case, it was an inverted sit-up as piglets were held upside down. And body flailing was defined when the body moves vigorously side to side and can either incorporate all or some participation of the vertebral column, head, neck, and legs. And we chose to focus on these behaviorals because they have been previously examined by other researchers, um, but there remains some opportunity to better define and clarify exactly how these behaviors are expressed. Um, also to help future researchers and in the literature, you might not see them termed as struggle behavior. Um, they have been also categorized as escape, resistance, or avoidance behaviors. Interesting. So that leads me to another question as um, you know, try to visually understand how you carried out this project. How did you measure these behaviors exactly? I, I know you said you used um, video, but was there a subjective scale that you used or some other way to, to differentiate the different behaviors? So we were specifically interested in the behavioral expression as piglets were being castrated. And so um, with the behaviors, with body flailing, curl-ups, and leg kicks, of course, we used the video recording. For leg kicks and curl-ups, we counted the frequency of um, each so just counting the number of leg kicks and counting the number of curl-ups during that period that the piglets were being castrated. And for body flailing, as I said, because it incorporates, um, it can incorporate all or some participation of the vertebral column, head, neck, and legs. It can be a little bit more of a challenge counting the number of body flails. So we uh, recorded that as whether it was present or not present. That provides a little bit more understanding to exactly what you did. So you mentioned those different um, body behaviors. Were there any other measurements that you took? Yep, so in addition to struggle behavior, we also looked into vocalizations. And for vocalizations, we analyzed the duration and peak frequency of each piglet call. Peak frequency is defined as the loudest frequency in each call. And then each call was either classified as either low or high peak frequency. Calls that are low peak frequency are those that are less than a thousand hertz. And then calls that are high peak frequency are greater than or equal to a thousand hertz. So my next question is similar to with the body behaviors. How did you measure the vocalization? So for vocalizations, we use the audio clips and we imported these audio clips into a software called Raven Pro Interactive Sound Analysis Software. And once we imported the um, audio clips into the software, it was able to um, calculate the duration and the pre-frequency of each call. Really interesting as my master's was um, swine nutrition. So, you know, different measurements that I took compared to um, with a project like yours. So I always mm -hmm. think it's interesting to hear how different research projects are carried out. So now you've told us a little bit of a background and also how you took your measurements. Now, what were some of the results of this study? 
So we did identify a number of behavioral responses that should indeed serve as consistent behavioral indicators of pain in piglets. So for struggle behavior, we saw that curl-ups did not seem to be a useful signal of pain behavior as we measured them and didn't really see any differences between the two treatments. However, we did see that leg kicks and body flailing seemed to be more significant. Uh, piglets who were surgically castrated produced a higher number of leg kicks and also body flailing was also more frequent. For vocalizations, we saw that piglets who were surgically castrated produced more high frequency calls and that these uh, high frequency calls tended to be of longer duration compared to piglets that were sham castrated. So now that you've shared your results with us, what are some important takeaways from this study? So pain research focuses on evaluating different methods of pain assessment. Um, the goal is for scientists to ultimately determine an optimal form of pain relief. However, the first step in determining an optimal form of pain relief for a procedure like castration is learning how to identify and recognize pain in pigs. Pain in pigs is a challenge and that is because they're prey animals in this applies to pretty much all prey species because they may not overtly express when they are when express signs of weakness or when they are in a pain state and this is mainly um, just through years of evolution it's very it's an instinctual behavior to help them as a survival tool from predators but the good news is that scientists have made a lot of progress in identifying potential candidates for reliable pain indicators in pain. And it's also very important to note that to reliably detect pain using uh, multiple indicators is very important because unlike humans, pigs cannot tell us when they are in pain and results can sometimes be a little subjective. Um, typically, maybe what I see might not be the same as what another observer sees. But we're hopeful that through my study, we're able to improve the reliability of these behavioral responses, which can help towards better identifying the best strategies to prevent piglets from experiencing pain on the farm. So now, based off of your results, what conclusions can be made from this study? Yeah, so to summarize um, this, the results that we got, um, it suggests that leg kicks body flails and high frequency calls may be useful behavioral indicators of pain in piglets. Not only do we see that in my study, but we also see it in previous research when researchers have compared piglets that have been surgically castrated or sham handled or given some type of analgesic or anesthetic uh, pain relieving agent. So with that, this wraps up our podcast discussion for today. I would like to thank you, Maria, for sharing your research on the struggle behaviors and vocalization of male pigs during castration. And I would also like to thank those listening to the University of Minnesota Swine Extension podcast. This has been Sarah Sheik Belke, Swine Extension educator, along with Maria Liu, sharing her research on the struggle behaviors and vocalization of male pigs during castration. To further connect with the University of Minnesota Swine Extension, please visit the swine-specific webpages on the University of Minnesota Extension's website at www.extension.edu.
www.umn.edu backslash swine. And on those pages, you will find connections to our blog as well as our Facebook page. To learn about research being done by our swine faculty in veterinary medicine, please visit their Swine in Minnesota blog at www.umnswinenews.com.